now. Let's bring in my co-host on Raptors game night, Nikki Reyes. Nikki, how are you today? Hi, Jim. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Sounds like you're going to be a busy guy again with Raptors and Leafs going. Yeah, I just hope I get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't mix up don't the ask two teams. That would be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I said this uh, before. I mean, I, I think that a lot of us go back to 2013 when Masai first showed up and and, and the things that happened. But this is not a literal comparison. It might be a general comparison. But this team that the Raptors have is um, young. It's it's big. It's got um, length. It's got uh, versatility. It's got athleticism. I don't know exactly where any of this goes, but I think getting there will be all the fun. How about you? Absolutely. I think that's the big question is where exactly is this franchise going with this new kind of found look of guys being six eight, six nine. Uh, Pascal, you know, it was mentioned during uh, the, the, his media press conference that he's one of the tallest guys on the team at six ten, and he's like, "Am I?" He couldn't believe it, and he's like, "I'm actually still growing." Um, it'll be interesting to see <laughs> where they, how they look offensively. We know with the Raptors, a lot of um, you know question marks around their half court offense last season and how that looked and who's going to be the playmaker. But one thing is for sure, they're going to look good on defense. They have all that, that length and athleticism. And last season, you know, when it came to rebounding and, and you know, they were the bottom half of the league, it was actually abominable how terrible they were. And so we're hoping, you know, you're hoping that that is going to change with all this length and athleticism. But it'll be exciting to see. And, you know, Gordon Dragic was just talking about it. He's like, yeah, there's, you know, a lot of young guys and a lot of new faces on this team. But they still have those champions. You know, you still have the Fred and Reed, the Pascal, the OG, and those guys who are going to anchor the team and they know how to win. Gordon's been in the league for 14 years. He's already saying, you know, I want to step up and be a leader. I can do it. I learned from Steve Nash in Phoenix. So while there are some young guys like Scotty Barnes and, and you know, even even uh, Malachi Flynn, I think there's a nice mix of veterans who, who are going to lead this team. And, and, of course, you know, Nick Nurse and, and Masai and this organization in general, you know, I feel good about it. I, I'm really excited. I don't know how you're feeling today, but I think there's a lot of optimism heading into this season, especially after what we saw last year. Yeah, I mean, you, you tend, uh, and I think we did, uh, we didn't judge, didn't make any judgments last year because we had really didn't have uh, a real clear idea as to some, to some of the, the speed bumps they had to deal with because we weren't there. But, but having said that, yeah, I, I am optimistic. I don't know exactly how it works, but I always go back to that. I think it was the month of February where they, I think they won once and we did all those games. And, and yet, even though they were, they didn't win, there were moments in those games where you thought, okay, this, this could go somewhere. You know, the different starting lineups and, you, you wouldn't wish that on, on Coach Nurse again, but but it's intriguing because you respect the coaching staff in the front office, and and so there's there's a lot of moving parts here. You want to see how it meshes together, and and that's I think where we are this season. Definitely, but what's the difference between this season and last season is, and I was thinking of really thinking about this last year. It felt like for the entire year, the organization, the team, the players, everyone was just kind of treading water. You know, you know how with yeah. Jeff, they always say it is on a pond and they look calm and they look cool and they're presenting well, but underneath they're like just trying to stay afloat. I felt like that was a Toronto Raptors. And, and the, it never felt like there was any direction with this team last year. Just like, where are they going? What's happening with this Aaron Baines, Alex Len experiment? What, what is happening with Kyle Lowry when, you know, we thought he was already out the door at the trade deadline? And, and this year, there's a little bit more, uh, 
confirmation or clarity, if you will. You know, um, Masai is invested in, in, in this idea of these long athletic guys, as we just mentioned. And, and, the, and, and you know, with Scotty Barnes being the highest pick they've had in over a decade, you, you know, there's, just, there, there's that optimism there. And with Kyle out the door now, um, you know, Pascal is talking about, okay, he's ready to take that leadership role. He's ready to be the guy. As much as he, you know, people wanted to wanted him to be the guy because he, he's making this match contract, it was still Kyle's team. And so he had to kind of tread lightly around that. But now with Kyle out the door, there's a clear-cut path for him and for Fred to take the reins. And so I, I think this is just going to, you know, it's a new team. It's, it's a new era for the Toronto Raptors. And as much as we want to, like, hang on to the idea of what they were, that championship team, and, and not let that go, that's not this team anymore. They're headed in a new direction, and we have to be ready to go with them. Although, I don't really know where that is, but we got to be ready to go, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the navigation system. We're just gonna we're gonna oh, go on instinct yeah. here, and, and we're not gonna yeah. not gonna listen to that little voice in the dashboard telling us to turn right because we're not. Uh, I I agree with all of that. I mean, it, it's uh, it's intriguing, and I think maybe three or four years down the road, we'd look back to this season as the start of wherever wherever that is. Three or four years down the road, this is definitely the the, the start in that direction, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, like Gary Trent Jr., can you imagine? He played all of last season with this, well, not all of last season, after the trade deadline with this team and, you know, just stepped foot into Toronto uh, recently. He's talking about the city and how excited it is to be here. You know, his dad played here. And so he, he has this kind of foundation of what this city is like. And now he's finally able to be in it and absorb in it. And, uh, like, it's one thing to play for a team in a city, but if you're not in it, how can you be invested? And so I feel like these guys are really going to be invested. And, and you know, the, the, going back to Goran Dragic, like, he obviously got off on the wrong foot with his team and his franchise in this city, but just listening to him, he sounded really endearing, and he did sound exciting. And, and I don't want to say, like, he, he's not an actor here. He, he doesn't sound like he was putting on. I, I really feel like, you know, his future is questionable, but for the time that he is here, he's he's proven in his 14 years that he's a professional, and, and he's going to give it his all. And so uh, now that, the, again, everyone is back in town, fans are going to be back in the building, we know Masai is going to be here, there's no more questions about whether Masai is leaving and what's happening with him, I think we can really take a step forward and exhale and now just really take in this team. It's uh, interesting. I have the this, this starting lineup in front of me, and as, as I look at it, I, I think, okay, I, I like the starting lineup, but but because uh, uh, Pascal is out with injury, he's not going to be there at the start. And so then you go to the second and third tier, and, and clearly, you know, when you get to you know who steps in, Dragic, mm-hmm. uh, Malachi Flynn, Scotty Barnes, Boucher, and and uh, Precious Ochua. I mean, there are some there are some great names there. Don't know exactly what they're going to do, but but that's a that's a nice compliment, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to have some depth, right? It's nice to have some options this year. You couldn't say that all the time last year. Like, Jim, there were there were games where Stanley Johnson w- was starting, and no offense to Stanley Johnson, but Stanimal wasn't the answer. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who fills in for Pascal. I, I personally, I kind of feel like it's Chris Boucher's role uh, to lose. Uh, he proved last season, you know, that he he can shoot, uh, he can defend. He, he was just put in awkward positions at times because he's not a natural five. He's, he's a slim build. And so if he's, if he's in that four role, I think he can excel a little bit better. And he showed that growth last year. So I kind of feel like it's his because he kind of proved it last year. But how do you not argue, you know, to see Scotty Barnes, the shiny new toy? Like everybody wants to see him in games and how he's going to perform in the NBA. 
and, and everybody's talking about this guy and just what a, what an electric personality he is. And can you imagine what he's going to bring uh, to the floor in front of the fans? I'm just really excited to see what he's what he's can show. But we have to forget, you know, we have to remember. I mean, like he's still a rookie. He, there's going to be a, a huge learning curve for this guy. And even guys like Malachi, as, as as promising as he looked last season, like we have to temper our expectations. Like he didn't really have a, a real season last year. Um, if you will. So, you know, well, there is a lot to look forward to. I think the depth on this team is, is going to be so much better. Precious Achua is another guy. Goran Dragic was talking about him. He's just entering his second year. But, again, the length, the athleticism, the defense is there, he, and, and the willingness to grow. And we know what the franchise can do when, in terms of developing players. So um, it's, it, it could be nothing but good things for sure. Well, and, and certainly the five hole is, is a, a big improvement from a year ago. So Birch, Achua, and maybe Freddie Gillespie down the middle, which is, uh, I mean, they're, they're nice complimentary players. Uh, Kim Birch was, was, was a nice fit right from the start. Uh, just a complete void there when they started a year ago. And, you know, to add to Freddie, you've got, uh, Delano Benton, who'll join us later on, and, uh, Wantanabe. I mean, there, there's great depth here when you get to the lower regions of the roster. Yeah, there really is. There's going to be some battles in training camp. Um, you know, Delano Benton is, is going to be an exciting one to watch. Of course, you know, a, a local guy here, and how can you not cheer for him to, you know, to, to make the team and be on the team? Um, but last season, I think we, you know, we've, we've lost some lives. We've lost some days of our lives talking about uh, that center position and, and what the Raptors were doing with it. And now there's some, you know, stability to that with Ken Birch. Uh, you know, Freddie Gillespie showed some signs last season that he's capable. Like he's definitely willing. He's definitely got the energy. And then, you know, you can have Precious Achua in that spot as well. Um, so they do have some viable options this year. And, and hopefully, Jim, that we, we don't have to, you know, lose our minds having to watch what they're going to do with that five spot last Because last year, oh. it was tough. It was really tough at times. And, you know, and Nick North, you know, Nick North's hand was forced. He, he, he was, had to play this small ball, had to play the, these lineups that he probably wouldn't have wanted to play. Like, I'm sure he didn't want to have to play Chris Boucher as often as he did. And, and maybe that's what influenced them saying this is, you know what, screw it. We're going to go huge. Everyone's going to be tall and athletic huh. and long because last year traumatized them. And uh, <laughs> I, I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be a good look. Because every time, like, when, when they would play the 76ers, what did we always say? Oh, man, they got length. They, they're tall. They're athletic. How, how are the Raptors going to keep up with them? And now they can keep up with them. They're going to be that team that other, other teams don't want to play. Nice to have the optimism back. I mean, quite frankly, I think Nick Nurse set an NBA record for making chicken soup without chicken last year. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sure did. And, and what does that say? I mean, like, they weren't completely um, out of it yet in the last couple of, you know, the last couple of weeks. You know, they clearly mailed it in without telling us all that. But again, you know, their hand was forced last year. I think what happens to them with COVID and, and, and the way it hit the team and the, and the coaching staff can't be underestimated. Um, it's not an excuse, but it's a real thing. You know, Pascal really was affected by that. He never really came out and talked about it last year, but, you know, he lost weight. And I'm sure it, it was hard for him to get back from that. But now, new year, fresh start. He really integrated himself into the city, you know, right in the subway, trying to be a man of the people. And, and, and it looks like he's ready to be a leader. He was really vocal. He was smiling. We won't probably won't see him until like November or December, but I'm excited to see this, this kind of new version, if you will, of Pascal. 
Yeah, Pascal, OG, and, and Freddie really driving uh, driving this thing forward. It'll be nice to see their their on court leadership. And you know, Freddie's like a, a playing coach as Kyle was anyway, right? Yeah, Freddie's just a natural leader, right? Like he, he's a silent, he's not a quiet guy, but he he's in a there's intent at every time he speaks, and, and you know he's a natural leader. And Pascal was talking about like if you look at. Kyle Lowry's leadership style and, and DeMar's leadership style back in the day. Those are the guys that, you know, he looked up to uh, on the come up. They're very different leaders. And, and Pascal was like, I'm not a Kyle. I'm not a Freddie. I'm going to try to be who I am. And he's trying to get out of his shell more. He said he's trying to get uncomfortable. He's trying to text guys when normally he wouldn't text guys to say, you know, how are you doing? What's happening? Let me help you with this. And so the fact that he has that, you know, consciousness uh, and he's ready to do that, I think it signals a lot. And he said, you know, Masai pulled him, OG, and Freddie aside and said, hey, this is your team now. Everyone everyone else on the team either hasn't been here or is younger than you guys. So you guys are going to be the ones uh, responsible in shaping and molding this team. And those three guys, Jim, they're, they're champs. They know what it takes to win. So if there's anyone that's going to leave a team, you want it to be someone who's been there and done that. I mean, that is probably the best point of them all, Nikki, when you think of it is um, this, this is a, sort of a reboot uh, franchise trying to uh, build its way back to the top. And the, the leadership group, the three guys, are veterans, and all, albeit that OG didn't play uh, because of the appendicitis uh, in the championship run. But the three guys there that, are, that are, are stirring this definitely have championship experience, and that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And the guy, you know, I defer to Fred, who's kind of the de facto leader of the three. Um, he learned from Kyle. He learned, he, he learned from Kyle. Kyle taught him, you know, not everything he knows, but everything he knows about being a leader and setting that tone. And so, so you're right. And, and, you know, Nick Nurse is still a championship coach the last time I checked and he knows what it takes to win. And he's, he's, he's that coach again that wants to do things that are out of the norm and kind of, you know, uh, keep the opposing teams on their heels. I'll go back to Boston one, and so it's you know even even Fred was saying I'm excited to see what Nick is going to do with all this length and athleticism. I'm sure he has some tricks up his sleeve. So I know it's the beginning of the season. Everyone's excited and optimistic. Let's see how we feel. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's see how we feel in December <laughs> and January. Um, but right now, there's a lot of things to look forward, and the fact that they're going to they're back at home, uh, Jim, uh, is, is a definitely a great start. Absolutely. Nikki, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day.